What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Afio maile numera numera tasis selao iva se fuluma le uno. Welcome to episode number 196. It's 39 minutes past 11 p.m. on Friday. And uh, the reason why I'm recording this episode so late at night and on Friday surprisingly is because it's going to be a back to school kind of weekend for me. So I'm not sure when I'll get the time to upload the episode. So might as well do it when I have the time. And yeah, so make sure that you're listening to this one at a speed you're comfortable at and let's get started. As per usual, we'll be looking at the market data, market snapshot of NSE first. Nifty is at 9580 closing on Friday up 90 points or 0.95% and uh, once again it seems it's kind of weird that Nifty uh, or the Indian markets in general, not just Nifty I'm assuming, have really not been following the trend of FTSE because typically what happened at least up until last week was that uh you know around 12 15 12 pm ish 12 noon ish uh we used to see the indian markets or at least nifty and bank nifty sort of stagnating they were just waiting for the global markets that is footsi to open at 1231 and then uh see which direction to go into uh weirdly enough that has not been happening since this week at least the best case example that the best example that i can give you is from wednesday thursday and friday today uh wednesday i believe the market was quite positive footsie was quite positive and despite all that uh the indian markets were not that positive if i remember correctly again i might be off on this one because it's been like two days since that happened and my memory is not the best uh especially when it's midnight but i'm i'm sure that you get the drift and on thursday uh the kind of expiry that we had around 12 noon uh we re- we we just saw the market being you know very range bound even after footsie opened today also uh today footsie opened negative around minus 55 or 48 or something like that basically negative half percent effectively uh half to 0.7% effectively and despite all that the indian markets were still fairly strong so uh it's it's been quite interesting to see that happening and uh, yeah so looking at the fi and di data 1460 crore buying for the fi's 967 crore selling for the di's looks like it's been a good strong buying day for the institutional players since the last 3 days and as a result we are seeing the broad market indices being quite high uh while nifty is just 0.95% up nifty next 50 and a few other indices are up by quite a lot and this trend sort of carries forward to uh the sectoral indices as well which are still pretty strong nifty realty is extremely strong right now up 4.28% fmcg also very strong uh pharma once again very strong oddly enough you know bank nifty which has been you know extremely strong this past week effectively uh 
was really not that strong today. It's just up 127 points, which is just 0.66%, so around 50% uh, lower than what it should have been compared to Nifty. So that's an unusual thing if you ask me. Uh, looking at the volume spurts, we can't see a lot of well-known names here. Uh, but I will tell you one thing. Uh, today, uh, I'm assuming that IDEA must have had heavy volumes and just a lot of activity going on because of that Google News. Now, apparently the company has confirmed or have has at least issued a statement that they are not in talks with Google at, at, at this moment. And after that, I believe from around 7 rupees per share to down to 6.5 or something per share, IDEA fell after that news was announced. So... Uh, today I'm assuming a lot of people must have bought idea hoping that the Google news is correct and because it's just a very cheap stock in general you're getting a mid-cap stock for like less than a packet of lays which is I mean it's it's crazy right one the the minimum recharge of Vodafone costs more than the, the stock price so it's 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 wild like that and purely for that reason alone I think it, it makes a very good uh risky investment i'm saying risky you know caps lock on complete emphasis on risky it's a very risky bet but then it is it is you know it's just seven rupees or 6.5 rupees at this point what's the worst that'll happen uh so yeah that's my take on that i think that you know it it me talking about idea was warranted because it's a cheap stock it's a stock which has taken a massive beating and you know tata motors yes bank those are the stocks that i spoke about so much so i have to speak about another stock similar to those similar to those so i just thought i'd you know, sh you know share my two cents on it uh 52 week highs and lows a few uh recurring stocks cipla arti drugs orofama bear corp and metal no ruchi soya once again making me cry man ruchi so that's tragic tragic stuff but that's all right uh, looks like not seeing ruchi soya on this list will soon become a new normal for us uh 52 week lows we're seeing a few iifl shallot hotels asian hotels looks like hotels and you know hospitality in general not really the best day for them rajesh exports also uh not really performing that great uh, shifting gears to large deals, uh, we can see quite a few. Ashok Leyland being, you know, very important, uh, very important large bulk deal, and Biocon is here as well. GNFC, IGL, IGL is a very, very interesting stock if you ask me. It's I, I had IGL not too long ago. I have exited my position, but it's it's it remains to be one of the stocks which really intrigues me. Uh, Jubilant Foods is also here. Some looks like someone has been eating a lot of Domino's pizza. Uh, Just Isles here. So a lot, a lot, a metric ton of large bulk deals happening today. Trust me, if I were to walk you through all of them, you would, you would, you know, you'd switch off your phone right now and you'd stop listening to my podcast. It would get that boring. So I don't want to do that purposely because I value all of my listeners. Uh, but BlackRock Advisors LLC are possibly. Uh, the most uh, you know active participant today it says blackrock advisors LL llc account the master trust bank of japan extremely active today you should definitely check out the bulk deal segment you can go on nseindia.com slash market hyphen data slash large hyphen deals and you'll get it it's a must uh, look at least today i feel 
uh, new no new block deals no new short selling apart from bandhan bank hdfc and piramal so these have been there these have been short short positions since quite some time but looks like it has updated i was intending on just understanding the process of their short selling updating data and all that just because i feel that it's it's basi information and i don't want to give basi information uh but because you know i record i'm recording this in a slight hurry i'll have to you know skip over that for now but don't worry i'll get to it eventually uh usd nr 75.59 so that's i mean that that's just again once again it is kind of range bound it has been on a downtrend since 27th may so since two days back uh but then it's it's still within that range it did threaten to breach that range momentarily this morning uh but then looks like that has been rejected because of good support at lower levels moving to brent wti uh crude is at 34.06 dollars per barrel up 1.04% brent crude is at 35.02 dollars per barrel or down 0.77% so looks like the gap is narrowing down by quite a lot <clears throat> audible uh voice getting wrecked there <laughs> uh but looks like the gap between the two uh oil prices is narrowing down quite a lot and uh it's crazy you know i i'm used to seeing like massive massive gaps between the two and now it's suddenly all of a sudden so narrow uh another thing here is the global market data now the global indices this is one other reason why i typically keep my episodes you know right at the end of sunday or you know later uh, on saturday that's because it gives us a good idea of all of the news based sentiment uh, driving events and the global indices as well uh, but right now i can't help you with that because of course i can only give you information which is valid as of uh, 2348 hours on 29th may so as of today as of right now SGX Nifty is minor negative really not a lot flat negative Asian markets are mixed to negative i think more of a negative bent if you ask me European markets are all in the red Nasdaq is mild negative so that's what we are seeing on the global markets a few news based items in fact one of the biggest news based item is india's gdp growth for january march quarter slows to 3.1% fy20 at 4.2% if you ask me and if you go by the estimates and if you go by the projections this is much better than expected uh but as always uh, we really don't know you know exactly what kind of an impact this will have exactly what kind of uh, you know the kind of way the markets will uh, take this news in and also we don't know exactly how this will impact uh, you know the future coming uh, gdp growth rates and such so of course it's going to be low but then does does this even slightly change things or not is is a bit early to say right now so as a result uh, again i'm not quite sure how the gdp data will impact us but it will i am sure uh, and uh, wipro has a new ceo apparently uh some firangi dude good good for wipro i guess i mean there's this article uh, on money control i use money control a lot uh wipro's new ceo can foreign executives succeed at indian it firms ultimately it's an it firm like sure i mean market intricacies are there uh but as long as they're aware of the market as long as they have a good team i really don't think it's it's an issue 
I'm it's it's like the best talent is always best regardless of their nationality as long as they understand the market and the specificities of the market they're good so uh yeah let's move to the indices all right we're going to be sprinting through the indices so nifty is at 9580 up 90 points as i said and looking at the intraday chart you can see very clearly of course in hindsight that it was a pretty much diagonal line straight up but let me assure you that was not the case now the very first candle is so decisive the range of that first candle is extremely extremely big and it's from 9460 to 9376 almost a hundred point range which really made things difficult whether to go short side or whether to go on the long side now thankfully i did not take any trades uh, at this time you know like the first candle did not trade that as you'll see in the next segment so i was safe but that was possibly the most uh, deceptive candle of them all if you if you just had to ask me one candle now as the day progressed we saw some major resistance at yesterday's high and this was a very important level i feel because obviously these highs of these previous you know days are uh, are becoming increasingly important and honestly like you could have traded today without any indicators just purely going based on yesterday's cips and such uh, so that's that's one very important thing to consider now after yesterday's resistance was you know suffered by today's trading session it fell down almost near the pivot point from there it bounced up and it managed to gather enough momentum and this was because the buyers were increasing rapidly at one point they were twice uh, the, the the number of buyers were twice the number of sellers thanks to that uh, it was able to breeze through that resistance and uh, after that it was a pretty much uh, strong-ish move upwards it did see some resistances minor resistances at very understandable levels like 9500 retests and such but overall really not that big of an issue so uh, very strong-ish day but the strong the strength of uh, the day was really only apparent on the second half in the second half of the day if you ask me uh, what I feel the option prices were dictated by was the future instead of the spot because uh, the spot was at 9580 and uh, my 9500 call was pretty much in the money throughout R you know regardless of that the, the the option price is just not moving and that's that's I think that's because the resistance offered by uh, the future was really quite hard and it was not in the money in the future and the future also had you know some some very important movements which i feel really impacted the sport more so as a result i feel the call uh, and the option prices in general were dictated more by the future than the spot today at least uh talking about the future it's also very similar to uh, you know the spots chart except the resistances and the dips and such are more pronounced the levels are pretty much the same or at least similar uh, but then in general you can just look at the chart and you'll understand that overall it's very similar how the day moved very uh, very easily uh, you know discoverable levels if you ask me 
and that's that nifty on the daily chart it's right at resistance 9475 is its resistance 9490 is the close for the day so right around the resistance zone and uh, in general despite the very you know strong movements it's seen it is approaching a resistance zone in general 9475 even though it's breached 9550 and such are going to be very tough levels to breach for nifty uh, once again in my opinion on the weekly chart it appears very strong it has broken past the 13 moving average which is a very good sign because previously it was a very you know tough resistance uh, in fact this is the first time that uh, nifty is above its 13 moving average after the fall so after uh, where is it after 24th jan 2020 this is the first candle properly above the moving average which is quite an achievement the rsi on the weekly chart is also above 40 which is one more positive thing so nifty on the weekly chart nifty in general you know on a broader time frame looks good nifty on the daily chart does not look as good i'm saying as good very carefully it it, it still looks all right but it just does not look as good bank nifty on the intraday charts really can't comment i did not trade bank nifty at all but it looks very similar to nifty's future bank nifty on the daily chart uh, once again quite strong it's stopped at the gap so if the gap is to be filled then we should be looking at 19600 being a very important level and from there we might just expect a turnaround on the weekly chart it is yet to cross its 13 moving average and the moving average right now is at 20,373 so it's a good 1,200 points away and uh, two three days is what you know bank nifty might take to reach that resistance but as of now uh, the very first level where it might just face some trouble is at 19,640 after that it's, it's going to be at 19,980 and so on so uh, a few you know rough days ahead for bank nifty if you ask me and uh, nifty overall better place than ba uh, bank nifty so yeah let's move to my trades very restrained uh, trading day for me purposely and this is also the lesson that i i exercise absolute restraint purely for risk management reasons as you've i'm sure you know by this point my trading day yesterday was really not that good i mean at this point it becomes day before yesterday because it's 10 minutes past midnight but on thursday my trading performance was really terrible and i think it must have been uh, the worst intraday loss that i've faced so far so i was extremely cautious on friday not because i was not confident in my trades but because i just wanted to protect my capital as much as possible money does not grow on trees i wish it did but it does not so i have to be extremely careful with my trades and as a result i was extremely cautious now uh, the only trade that i took was 9500 call off nifty trade basis was that it was above its moving average it was showing a good upper uh, trend and i really wanted to wait for the trend to turn positive which it did before entering into any position because otherwise you know these contra trades have really burnt me up really bad so i waited for the trend in general to turn positive and after that i went long in 9500 call i held on to it for a bit but then at uh, 230 an extremely sharp uh, fall in nifty made me exit the call at a mild profit it oh gosh it's, it's probably less than 10 percent 9 percent or so roi uh yeah no not 9 11 percent or so roi so 
as a result i had to exit it slightly early i was getting an extremely good rox i was actually getting close to 30 percent on this but because of that sudden spike you know the price went from 122 to 115 to 110 and then to 104 so in a matter of a few ticks it was down by quite a lot as a result i chose to exit it because i just could not uh, you know afford a loss at that point so i was still in the green i exited it but after that it just went on to make a new high so i had had i held on to it i would have gone from 96 was my buy price to 127 so that's around a 30 point move really nice really sweet uh but that's fine you know these things happen it's really no big deal and uh yeah i'm, I'm just glad that the day was non-negative and as i said the lesson for the day is you know just being very cautious with your trades when such days happen now i was extremely tempted to get into certain trades at the start of the day had i gotten into them i would have possibly just prematurely exited because of the risk involved and because of the mtm losses uh, but then i'm glad that i chose not to even though i did not earn as much uh, on friday i still you know made sure that i don't lose any further so yeah uh that was my trading session on friday i will try to at least tweet or post something on instagram over the weekend once you know some good news based items come up and some global markets show us some direction uh but till then that's gonna be it and by the way at markets with kr on twitter at indian markets with kr on instagram i've been meaning to post a few things my instagram finally worked in case you were wondering uh, but stories still force the app to close. So that's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Anyway, I hope you found this episode helpful and informative. I hope your Friday was extremely nice. And I hope you closed the week positive. I hope you closed the month positive. So with that, let's welcome this new month. Let's welcome June trading session uh, with the most positive outlook. And yeah, see you in the next one. Mm-hmm.